Blog Talk Radio. you want to go by. It's the one, the only, Brian Rail. Who the fuck else? And I gotta tell you, it's been a while since I've actually been on schedule, but that's aside from the point. This podcast has been brought to you by Crazy Incorporated for Straight Jackets are the new fucking in. Believe me, uh, after reading the statistics about WWE Raw and SmackDown Live for six months in a row, Six months in a row. SmackDown Live ratings have hit an all-time low. And no, this is not just based off of one source. This is based off of multiple sources because it says right here, SmackDown Live ratings, you know, the lowest they've been in six months. And you know why? Okay, SmackDown Live ratings. I just want to confirm 2021. Actually, hold on. 2021. And the latest TV ratings Fox's broadcast of Night SmackDown was, oh boy, this week drew 1.88 million total viewers and a 0.5 rating marking the WWE's program's smallest audience since at least July 31st, if not longer, and its lowest demo number of 2021. This is according to TVOnline.com. CBS, Sports, Kita, and ESPN.com who have different articles about the whole thing. Oh, it says, according to Wrestling Inc., though, it says the final viewership increases again, and this was on January 25th, 2021. So, Friday's live WWE SmackDown featuring a Paul Heyman versus Adam Pearce show closing the segment. And this was January 25th, 2.383 million viewers on Fox, according to Showbuzz Daily. The final number is up from the overnight viewership that was released on Saturday, which was an average of 2.82. So they went down from their demographics, folks, according to this, 0.63 rating in the key 18 to 49 demographic, a 0.78 rating in the 25 to 54 demo, and a 0.34 rating in the 18 to 34 demographic. Last week, SmackDown drew a 0.67 rating in the key 18 to 49 demographics. So this was according, you know, to the numbers beforehand. I'm not going to bore you with statistics, okay, because that'll get old. But I've got a curious, curious feeling that tonight's title is not going to be depicting what happened on WWE Raw, although Nia Jax's uh, moment with Lana 
and she missed the leg drop completely, and I mean completely. And you heard, well, let me see if I can actually, actually, I don't think I can. Yeah, maybe I can. Oh, wow. A notification. How cool. Okay. So I can actually, while I'm doing that, I'm going to pause for station identification right here on Wrestle Radio Network. Seconds worth, but let me check. journey on a whole nother level. It took her to a whole nother level, folks. I'm sorry I had to edit my own error, if you will. I didn't bury my face in the pillow that time, but holy hell. I'm sorry. Is there a play on words there? Holy shit. Quite literally. Um... I mean, the whole thing with Naya and Lana takes on a whole nother level. I'm trying not to play this whole thing on words, but tonight, folks, what I will discuss with you is what is the salary difference of NXT versus the main roster. Now, where did I gather my sources from? Because sure as hell couldn't go to the front office and say, hey, do you know how much your superstars make on average? And can I use it for my fucking podcast? No. But I just did some browsing, if you will, according to certain sources. What a WWE superstar makes Versus, you know, them being an NXT and also performing on the main roster is kind of sad. And this is according to an article that I found through social media. Outside of social media, I found another article. And (laughs) it's just kind of 
sad, really. Normally, you would make fifty thousand to sixty thousand dollars, depending on who you were. Now, you know, you make two hundred fifty grand to maybe three hundred fifty grand, depending on who you are, what you, where you came from, how big is your name. Now, okay. This question comes up a lot. So, and then I don't think so. Because why would they seek release? So the number of NXT, this article was October 29, 2019. Before the fucking global pandemic. It said several superstars are you know, seeking their release. And this was 2019. So that's not credible at all. Okay. Do NXT? Yes, they do. It says Sports Business Journal reported earlier this year that NXT towns typically earn between fifty thousand and one hundred fifty thousand annually, with an average salary of roughly eighty thousand dollars. Okay, so this is according to a source, you know, Forbes.com, and that's pretty credible. Um, paid per match. This is just an example, according to SportsKeda.com and ESPN. Much like Brock Lesnar, John Cena also bags a total of $500,000 per main event appearance and gets a total of 5% from all his insane amount of merchandise sales. It is also to be noted that WWE, COO, and part-time superstar Triple H earning a total of $3.2 million. Oh, my God. Uh, this is one site that I, I normally source and cite the source to. It says the current CEO and chairman, Vince McMahon, along with his wife, Linda McMahon, are generally known for paying big amounts to their top superstars, and the WWE salaries tend to come in as huge paychecks. So this was back when Lesnar was being a champion. It says, and earn astonishing $12 million on a yearly basis, and his main event bonus remains 500000 So that was when Lesnar was champion. Let's, let's talk about salaries, if you will. WWE superstar salaries. Salaries. Does it have to be in tune? I don't care. So WWE wrestlers superstar salaries in 2020. Lesnar, $10 million. John Cena is not even with the company anymore, but $8.5 million. Roman Reigns, $5 million. Randy Orton, $4.1 million. Seth Rollins, $4 million. AJ Styles, three and a half. Triple H, $3.3. And Becky Lynch, $3.1. So, according to this list, folks, the salary of these wrestlers, you know, some of them, uh, most of them, worked extremely hard to get said salary. So, wow, The Undertaker makes less than all these fucks. I, I shouldn't say all these fucks, all these guys and gals. Goldberg, $3 million, and Beck, okay, I understand because The Undertaker's less active on the main roster than what he used to be, and he's retired now. But, why even? There's just so many questions, folks, whether you do this for the enjoyment of entertaining fans, or you do it for the money. And one person that I remember very, very 
clearly saying this at the podium at Hall, as his Hall of Fame speech. If you think I did this for the money, you were probably right. That would be Kevin Nash. At least the man was fucking honest with his intentions about being a pro wrestler and earning money. If you if you are a pro wrestler, you're not just gonna. Oh, I'm just doing it for the sake of the fans. Some of them, some of them do. Some of us do. I should say some of us can't really include the fact that you know when you get into this business, it's not a very forgiving one. It's not a very nice business. When it comes to pro wrestling, there are those that say pro wrestling will forever and always will be the business that you you better do it for money because as Taz said, you don't do this shit for free. You better tell the promoter, I don't work free, and you better demand the high wage. Well, you don't want to do that. I just stopped myself and realized if you demand a high wage and you're fucking greener than goose shit, step on, you know, take out the bags type dude, the answer is do what the promoter tells you, but you also want to get paid. You don't want to do what you love for free. Anyways, some guys, you know, it's it's hard to say, well, I don't do it for the money. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Otherwise, if we'd all be doing this shit for free, then you'd be having a hell of a problem, especially with the main roster. Tell you why. There just seems to be a big difference between NXT and WWE main roster. I just read it to you. Those are the projected salaries that came out of 2020. AJ Styles, I can understand. Randy Orton, I can also understand because of his loyalty to the company all these years. Um, I don't, not that I misunderstand any of these people's salaries. They work their asses off. Some people work harder than others when it comes to Stepping on that ladder and trying to climb each fucking metaphorical rung that you can think of in professional wrestling. And who am I referring to? Boy, if you took a look at not just Roman Reigns or Seth Rollins, but my God, man, there is a big difference between the main roster salaries versus NXT. Should NXT be getting more money or is it make them hunger to want to be on the main roster because once you get up to main rosters, so the ever-so-famous saying goes, you might forget where you came from. I don't think that's necessarily true because Bianca Belair, Carmella, Charlotte, Sasha, Bailey, the list goes on and on for guys and gals that have come out of an NXT locker room and became acclimated to the main roster. $5 million for Roman Reigns. There's no denying, folks, that he's in it for the long haul. And despite him making about $5 million less than a guy that barely fuck showed up because of his social anxiety disorder, it's not a joke, folks. Lesnar actually does have anxiety issues. That's just the lay of the land. There's a lot more that goes into paying his salary, but 
and all the money they have floating around there, do you think they're going to start paying NXT guys over a million dollars in salary? It'd be nice if they did. It'd be nice if there was an even playing field, but would that make you want to leave? I'm I'm going to tell you right now, if I was a part of NXT's roster right now, I got paid about four or five times less. The lowest paid person on a main roster show was, again, for to you, I'd be clamoring to get my ass so quickly off of NXT's roster because not only is the pay more, but because you get new experiences. Actually, that's a fucking lie. You could be making less on NXT and not having any kind of character issues whatsoever gimmick-wise, and you wouldn't be changing who the fuck you were because you know when you get to main roster you have to adapt to what the boss wants out of you I mean Keith Lee figured that out not the hard way but Vince who seems to be the greatest perfectionist of all time when you get up to his roster it's his show he did create Raw he did trying to help create Smackdown or Smackdown Live as they call it today Wrestlemania wasn't created by Vince it was put into effect after an idea through Howard Finkel. But you know, time is money. And you started making that money off a gamble that would work off of closed circuit television for WrestleMania, the very first WrestleMania in 1985. And he went all out for it. It was Liberace, Kuth. Muhammad Ali, the Rockettes, Mr. T, Hulk Hogan, Rowdy Roddy Piper, Mr. Orndorff, I mean, Wendy Richter, Fabulous Moolah, Captain Lou Albano, Cindy Lauper. If you spend money, folks, you'll get ratings. Right now, the salary... Salary issue that I'm having right now Because I mean let me just take a look At salary accordingly So it says sports big news Ronda Rousey made One and a half million Charlotte Flair made 550 grand Alexa Bliss 350 grand Mickey James 300,000 Brie Bella 300 So you have females making more Than Or close to equal to what the top superstars are may not be making in NXT. I wonder what the fucking issue is. I mean, that's kind of like, I guess, motivation for, you know, you can work your ass off to get to main roster. And that's what I'm guessing Matt Riddle, Damian Priest, Keith Lee, oh, you know, just to name a few columns that have made it up so far in 2020 and also... 2021, Rhea Ripley, anybody, Bianca Belair, anyone, Asuka, Ember Moon briefly, and then she wanted to go back down to NXT. Some people value quality over quantity. I'm looking at this NXT salary list, and it's like, holy hell, 
Jesus Christ. Oh, by the way, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can go directly to our social media handles. Russell underscore radio for Instagram. At underscore Brian Rails or B-Train 5000 Or the ever so famous Facebook, Wrestle Radio Network forward slash Facebook.com. Be sure to visit us, folks. Like it, download, share, and fucking repeat. Now, let's get past the slight advertisements or advertisement. I want to know what Adam Cole makes because this is out of curiosity. You know what? Someone makes is a big, big deal. So, do, 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 do. Yeah, wow. So he signed a multi year deal. <clears throat> and this was 2020. So he, you know, he held the title for over 365 days. It says. In a, a recent update headline that indicated that Adam Cole's contract is set to expire this summer and that he hasn't come to any agreement with WWE on a new deal with the possibility that he might jump to AEW. This is report is actually false. He signed a three-year contract with WWE sometime last year, meaning he's going to be with the company for at least another two years and isn't going anywhere anytime soon. Okay, so Adam Cole signed with WWE in 2017 and made his NXT debut against August Hay. I don't care when his debut was, although I do remember it, quite frankly. Uh, so there's a part of me that is a little bit worried, but truthfully, the fact is I have wrestled with Okay, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. And this is another article from Sports Kita, and this is the article that I read before. It says, WWE superstars are no less than celebrities, and the general assumption is that they make a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, they do make some killing about it. I mean, I have 37 minutes, folks, so I'm just going to do you all a favor. The following podcast content contains expletive language inappropriate for minors under the age of 18. If any of you have small children that go and repeat what the fuck I say, I feel sorry for their school principals that have to hear a repeat of my, uh, well, several expletives, if you fucking will. Off the Rails Uncensored is a trademark podcast. Any replication or attempt... To use the title or phrase off the rails uncensored in any way, shape, or form, you will be fined $45, and it will be directly deposited to my account. Off the rails uncensored is a trademark podcast from March 7, 2016. All right. Monkeys in the truck, you know your eagle, right? You know the thing with the thing. Hit his music. Hit my music.
I'm going to continue on with the article that I found. Okay. It says WWE superstars make no, are no less than celebrities, and the general assumption is that they make a lot of money. While this is true for some of the top WWE superstars on the main roster, the same is reportedly not in the case on the talent for NXT. On latest, oh, I'm not going to read that name. Mm-mm. WWE pays most of them in the low 100,000, except Fowler and Cole, who make more. They're not making two hundred fifty grand or three hundred thousand or anything like that. Balor, I'm sure is. I don't think uh, so. So it says NXT usually see the start at like sixty thousand, maybe fifty thousand, depending on who you are. If you're like a guy who was, yeah, that's true. If you though. If you were a football player and you had a name in the NFL and you made a fucking killing like Pat McAfee, I'm still wondering if he makes less or more. These are just prime examples, and it says that uh, Amir last year revealed that 2020 salaries of some of the top WWE superstars on Monday Night Raw and Friday Night SmackDown, so... Yeah, I already read Lesnar's salary of twelve million and John Cena's with eight point five and Roman with five million. So yes, getting to the main roster is a big fucking deal because you obviously stand to make a killing versus making shit for money. And by all means, some people think sixty thousand dollars is shit for money. That's not shit for money. That's a crap ton of money for those of us who are poor and saying to ourselves, what have we gotten ourselves fucking into? There is a reason why jumping up to the main roster would be a benefit versus, you know, you being on NXT. I love NXT, the brand. I love watching it as a fan. I love seeing different matches and stuff, but, you know, I guess if you go around asking, would you prefer to be on main roster or would you prefer to be in NXT? And, of course, I don't speak for majority of the NXT roster. What I can tell you is if you make it up all the way to the big leagues, who knows what is going to happen to you, where your character development ends up going. And I'm going to ask this question to some of you guys in in the business. Do you do it for money or do you do it for money alone? Do you like to entertain us? It's a question that lingers in my head. After being involved in some way, shape, or form with this fucking business, let me tell you something. Having fans around, we took for granted. Is it about making money? At this time, I guarantee you, again, I don't speak for the majority of fans that fucking listen to this crazy Ragnarok of a show. I mean, to pay the wrestlers like significantly less than what you... 
or aspiring to be, I mean, better than zero, man. You can either make that or you can make zero. So I see that Eli Drake signed with WWE, and now he's going on as LA Knight. This is going to be hella interesting. If you have not seen this dude wrestle, he's fucking amazing. Saw him in Revolver, saw him one other promotion, I believe it was either. Yeah, it was probably Evolve. But the question remains, man. How can you pay your workers that are the as the bulk bread and butter of your show currently? She's gonna sit there and tell me drinking milk all day is gonna It will give somebody muscles, but obviously not a skinny dude who's making what was he said? Twenty two grand. I don't think they would pay him that low. Your guess is as good as mine, man. I don't know why certain things happen the way they do, and I'm sorry that happened to you. I don't know how much they pay Sting. I mean, to uh, to be honest with you, I'm sure that he signed a three-year deal as a cushion just in case something went bad on the first fucking year. But anyways, there's got to be a totem pole on salary. Dark main wrestlers in AEW probably make a certain amount versus the internal versus the main roster. Internal meaning your matches aren't televised, but you're still on the same fucking roster and in the same sinking ship as everyone else. Who the fuck would complain, dude, about making salary pay? Even as a security guard extra, I made $200 per night. So... Granted, I mean, it was only two nights, but it still was a salary pay. Because they're not going to fucking sit there and pay you for work you didn't do. You didn't get in the ring, did you, and have a match? It still doesn't matter. They're still going to pay you 200 fucking dollars, and that's on the lowest of the totem poles. I don't know how much catering makes a show. But I do know that the key name players that I just listed, Becky Lynch, Seth Rollins, John Cena. Where the fuck is Bray Wyatt's name? I believe that there's some reason for the dead silence, and that's because I was kind of nodding off, trying to think of something to say. Oh, yes. When it comes to making money and entertaining, that's a rarity to find among professional wrestlers. Do they do it for the money? Do they do it for the simple sake of entertaining the masses? Because I guarantee you when we come back in Tampa and they're going to start having live shows in NXT again, I believe it will stem from Full Sail or whatever the fuck they did to Capital Wrestling Center or... Who knows? It's not an unsolved mystery. It just isn't. 
that when you sign on for NXT, that's a big fucking deal, and you're not going to sit there and say, oh, I won't take $60,000. You take whatever the fuck the promoter gives you, and you run with it, whether you're getting paid $50,000 or $4.5 million. It's easier said than fucking done, because if I was making that income, do you honestly think that I'd be dropping F-bombs? Every other sentence. No, because I guarantee you I'd be working for Vince, and that's a bold statement. I always say, I don't think I'd be able to, uh, I don't think I will be working as a part of World Wrestling Entertainment anytime soon. It's probably going to be a true statement, but if by some miracle that they hired me on, along the other cesspools of podcasts that work for them, minus Stone Cold Steve Austin's. What I'm getting at, folks, is We try to distinct, okay, you know how much this guy makes, you know how much that guy makes. I don't like doing it, but I kind of, I, out of curiosity, I thought, why not? I'll be on air tonight, and I'll discuss something that I've been curious to discuss, with, but I've never got a, a chance to center the fucking topics around what people make and what they would like to make projected-wise. If you're a well-known name like Matt Riddle in current wrestling today or Austin Aries, or Austin Theory, or Eli Drake, or L.A. Knight, if there's a talent that cannot be denied, so as soon as they walk through the door, or walk through, yeah, Walk through that curtain, everyone who has a huge, high-hard wrestling fan knows who he is or she is. You gain a positive reaction from it. And yet, man, did you see, they signed this dude, he's the biggest, hottest free agent, blah, blah, blah. I guarantee it to you. Some of this shit... Will not come back to haunt Vince and the boys, dude, to be honest with you. To answer that question, I don't think them overpaying main roster superstars who are not fan favorites is a big deal because they're gonna get they're gonna start getting crowd reactions now. And not they're like, Oh my god, we're getting crowd reactions. Oh, whatever shall we do? But for those getting paid a nice little salary pay versus what they were to make, you know, an NXT There's several workers who will sit and say, we don't pay attention to the bullshit. You know, we just go out and we work. I admire you guys. And if you are annoying to others, even if people sit there and tell you, oh, you know, you only make this amount with WWE with, with, uh, with us, you make this. Amazing how many job offers or rugs get thrown directly at you. But before all that, there's kicking, screaming, cussing, 
I'm sorry if I'm going completely off the fucking rails, but you know it does start sitting the title because it's so well. That's a lie. New York, it's not as bad as it is back home. Oh yes, what was I babbling about before I psycho babbled? <laughs> if you're a well-known name, it's perceived as you know you getting paid a certain amount. If you're not a well-known name, you have to earn your way from the fucking sticks of salary. Earn a fucking paycheck. If you're on main roster, yeah, they earned it too because years ago, like five years ago, actually six, Basha Charlotte Bailey. And I believe Paige at one point. When you're a part of NXT, folks, you like the equivalent of getting, I don't know what the salary would be. Thinking you had what I want to wrestle for less or what I want to wrestle for more. That simple. But until the guy or gal gets the phone call just going to do their best and bite their time in NXT which by far you know is carrying the whole fucking load for Vince and whomever's left from the original Vince McMahon administration it's very difficult to say you know You don't want to move from NXT because I'm sure some of them were like, you know what, I'm going to take my opportunity. I'm going to make the most of it. Also, an NXT salary versus the main roster is like being the kid at the kiddie table. You're not making as much as you would like to. You are making some money. And I don't know what their purse is, you know, for the main event clause that main roster was afforded you get an additional 500 grand to work your match holy fuck let me streak naked in that fucking ring and work a match which is probably with that image has frightened most of the small children listening to this bullshit but as you know as the saying goes as the old adage goes you only fucking live once so might as well make the fucking most of it well maybe not in that explicit content type way but if you're making a hundred and thirty grand as the main attraction of the NXT champion. I guess what it boils down to is how well you manage. With that amount of money, holy fuck, pay off a few debts, go to a really nice island, buy it for a week or two, sip mimosas. Just chill my feet on the beach. I'm really craving the fucking beach, even though it's in like the 30s around here. It's not as bad as it is back in Kansas City, I tell you what. Anyhow, enough of the weather discussion. Main roster, some of the fans are not too fond of. And it's probably because... If you look at the quality matches that a Sasha Banks has had versus what a Bianca Belair has had when she before she got up to main roster. Yeah, Bianca Belair dominated, so has Sasha. Sasha's kind of had it rough having to pair with her old but reliable partner from NXT, one of the four horsewomen of NXT, Bailey. 
is it a bad thing that those two have paired? No. It actually garnered a lot more ratings. Although, I don't know if that's necessarily true about Bailey. Yeah, trust me, dude, I've yawned a lot more. I just figured it'd be time for me to unleash my new yawn. No, okay. So, if I was a wrestler, if you were a wrestler, if she were a wrestler and then she was a wrestler, okay, look. If I got the call up from Evolve to go to NXT, you bet your ass I'd take the fucking opportunity. If it was years ago and they had NXT out during the Attitude Era, I don't know how well NXT or how long they would have lasted. No, dude. I think the problem is when you make less on NXT, and of course that's going to motivate their top workers to get to the main level. Who doesn't? Who wants to stay down a notch their entire career in wrestling? I don't think anybody does. And to answer that question, so what if you're making sixty-two grand or an estimated one hundred thirty-one thousand dollars? That's more than you make in a lifetime. And for those who complain, well, you signed on for this shit. Just like the rest of us, you married the worst fucking into the worst fucking relationship you could ever think of. It all depends whether or not you want to stay stuck. Whether or not you think you're going to be stuck. And I mean, look, Gargano's had injuries, Chompa's had injuries. It's not about size anymore. Because look at AJ Styles. Look at the D. Well, since Enzo's not been there, the size of guys now versus the average size of a pro wrestler and how much salary they made. Like Yokozuna, God rest his soul, he made a crap ton of money back in the day for WWE and Vince McMahon. I mean, he he did win a title. For about 30 seconds. And then he lost it right back. Pretty sure he was getting paid a bucus amount of bucks. Or maybe, you know, whatever. But I'm just going to do some research here. Because according to this, you know, Finn Bauer makes 150 grand or less than that. Come on. I looked up Adam Cole's salary. I don't want to look up Finn Balor's. Let's see how much Edge is making. Edge. WWE salary. I forgot what I was. So, he makes $3 million a year. $3 million a year. I looked up Adam Cole's salary. Oh, my God. So, $3 million a year. Let's say versus Io Shirai's salary. WWE did not pay money for Io Shirai and Kyrie Singh, believed to be in the range of $60,000 a year for each to start, which is less than both were earning in stardom. Uh, 
And also the fact that they're paying Bad Bunny. And also the possibility that Little Bow Wow might be headed for WWE. I mean, my God, the endless list of people that have tried out and actually had a legitimate chance don't even get the opportunity. That's a crock of shit. Because you're going to think about capitalizing on Bad Bunny's tag team match with Damian Priest versus The Miz and Morrison, possibly at WrestleMania 37. 36 was pretty much canceled. Kind of, you know, it's bizarre seeing rappers getting involved in WWE. But also, if you're getting a salary pay, well, you know, yeah, I agree. I completely agree. There should not be a Hall of Fame wing for celebrities. There just shouldn't. Some people understand. Yeah, some people understand that concept, man. But if you have any more questions, I'll be more than willing to DM, if possible. There really isn't a distinction about how much people made back then and how much they make now. Although they made it pretty clear in about six to seven different articles that this is how it feels. Salary pay for a model versus salary pay versus NXT. I want to do some research on that now, okay? What does a male model make? Mm-hmm. Male model salary. So this could be a huge range, but the average, according to Forbes.com, is $22,099, so that's $11.01. Our salaries range from $8.17 an hour to $23.78, the wage continuum for models. Lucky bastards. How much does an average NXT superstar make? No, I don't want to see that article, but I do know. 25 grand? That's fucking low. Every year, WWE hosts up to 400 men and women to tryouts internationally. Only a small percentage of those who try out will end up with a WWE developmental deal. Each 10 to 15 will get called up to the main roster to perform on Raw and SmackDown. It says, according to a report from Sports Business Journal, WWE utilizes one-third of those signed to developmental deals for NXT television. The report states that those signed to developmental contracts are paid on average $50,000 to $150,000 a year. The average base salary for those in developmental under the NXT brand is $80,000. In 2014... According to the Wrestling Observer newsletter, an average salary of an NXT star was $25,000. Back in 2015, WWE raised the guarantee for top NXT talent to 100000 plus. It feels weird for me going over numbers, but I mean, it needed to be done because I've got 10 minutes left to express 
my questions, comments, and concerns regarding WWE salaries. I have none because as long as you are using your God-given ability to entertain folks, being half-naked in front of a camera and making only $80,000 versus the uh, supposed average Joe Schmo of NXT, or not NXT, main roster, which made $8.5 million. And this is a guy who, according to Cornette, would just drive around the truck to help you know, take the stuff out of the truck and then wrestle in the next town and do it again, take a truck, you know, take the wrestling ring apart by itself and do the best he could to be better known as the prototype. And then after the prototype, it was John Cena. And why are you here? Ruthless aggression. An eight and a half million dollar salary for what name that's supposedly widely known as The Rock? I don't fucking think so. A lot of people know who John Cena is. I can't unsee that he made significantly... Okay, The Rock is on the low totem pole because he hadn't wrestled in forever. I get that. Is there a concern, you know, for salaries that are less than a main roster? I understand why. They use that as a motivating point for the uh, WWE superstar they're recruiting, or was recruiting go to the main roster and who knows what Dusty would have had him done. I remember Dusty was extremely nice. He was extremely friendly. He had some quirks to him. But that's, you know, you're talking about the the man who's supposed to be America's relatable baby face. No one could ever fucking hate Dusty. Which is true. I guarantee you, okay, let me take a look at Zach Gibson's average salary. I hate, like I said, I hate going over numbers, but it's necessary, if you will. Gibson's salary. This guy comes from NXT UK. So salary might be significantly less. Wow. <laughs> this question got asked to Wrestling Inc. And it says, the NXT, the, okay, so the wrestlers signed to the new WWE NXT UK brand have signed one-year deals. The majority of the deals are £24,000 or $31,600 in U.S. dollars. This would be an up from the $20,000 deal the UK talents were getting when they originally signed in the first year. Regarding the increase in pay, WWE may have offered more money. They were trying to get wrestlers that had been with ITV for the World of Sport Revival, including Zach Gibson, Ellie Garrow, Dave Mastiff, Denny, or Kenny Williams, Ashton Smith, and Joe Coffey. Some of those guys aren't even there with the company anymore. Mm-mm. So with seven minutes left, I can tell you, as a former worker, not of NXT, not of AEW, AEW's barely been around, you'd be a fool not to go for the moneymaker. But by the same token, you know, what are you going to say? Oh, I can't go on your show because you have low fucking ratings. You get fired so quick, 
your head wouldn't even have time to spend. So the sum that show up in one big long-winded fucking way, if you make money and you're making, you want to make more, you got to show the head honcho why. And some people think that's hard. And if you don't make an impression, it just sends you right back down now. Some people do it for both. I mean, I'd say I do it for both. To make money and get booed or get cheered. You bet your fucking ass I'd be wanting to go to main roster in a heartbeat. Despite my loyalty to NXT. If I'm making significantly less, yeah, I would question, you know, what the fuck was going on with my paycheck. But after so many explanations, man, then you start wondering, okay, what can I do to get myself to the main roster? And does salary fucking matter? Mm. Depends on what salary you're getting paid and if the other person or if the person that you're working with is benefiting you instead of hurting you. That goes for any company, not just wrestling. You can make 15 an hour at a job and be miserable as fuck. You can make $11 an hour at a job and being able to do stuff you want to do instead of forcing yourself to do shit you don't want to do. So yeah, salary does have a huge fucking impact in the way a person performs if you catch my drift. Well, folks, that'll be all for tonight. That is all she fucking wrote. I got to get up in the morning and earn a fucking living in this frozen tundra. Or lack thereof. I mean, it's going to be the 30s and 40s in Brooklyn, so... What's up, Latvia, Indonesia, Toronto, Taipei, Taiwan, Germany, Spain, Mexico, Australia, United States of America? Thank you for tuning in to my craziness. I'll be back for more craziness on Wednesday. And uh, to sum up tonight, yeah, it sucks that our favorite dudes from NXT are making significantly less than the main roster folks, but... There's reasons for that. Anyways, time to catch some Z's and get ready for a two-work day type extravaganza. And uh, if you didn't like what good old Brian Rails had to say, then I got three choice words for you. Forget about it. And I got a little adage to that. Toodles, bitches. It's time to go to sleep. Dig Thank you.